Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. Thanks once again for joining us for another episode of Redeemed. Um, we're working through numbers, and uh, we're in, we're going to look at chapter thirteen and a little bit of fourteen today. Um, so what we have going on is we have the Israelites are coming close to what God had named the Promised Land, this land that He was going to give to the Israelites uh, after they left Egypt. He and He told them that that He was going to give it to them. So what does Moses do? He sends in a couple of spies. Well, I guess you call them spies. He sent in a few people to take a look around. Yep. And uh, and of those that he sent in, two of them actually came back with a good report. And uh, they said, and these people are, you know, two of my favorites. They're Caleb and Joshua, of course. And they gave the report that they could take the land. Okay. So we got it. Mm-hmm. God's got us. Right. So they had faith in the fact that the Lord was going to accomplish what he told them he was going to do. Uh, sometimes I think we try to take things into our own hands. And the reason I say that is because as we're going to continue to read here, that's what the Israelites do. And guess what? <laughs> it doesn't exactly work out good for them. So you have, I believe there was 12 spies that went in. There was 12 that came back. Two of those gave a good report. The rest of them went to the rest of the Israelites and stirred up trouble. Yes, they did. And told them that there were giants living in the land. Yeah, there's no way. No chance, guys. Yep. I think they were really giants. I think that they were big I think people. They were big people. Bunch of seven footers. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of Goliaths. Bunch of Goliaths. Yeah. Uh, especially whatever I can't remember the name of that, whatever that tribe was that starts with an N. They were they were they were bigger people. Yeah, um, Neph- Nephilim? Yeah, Nephilim, that's him. And so they were of a bigger stature. But to, with all that said, the Lord said he was going to give them the land. And all they had to do was go in and take I mean, that's all they had to do. Yeah. The Lord gave them instructions, said, go into the land that I have promised you and take it for yourselves. And you would have thought, after he said, hey, I'm going to get you guys out of slavery too. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make manna rain from the sky. Yeah, you guys see that bread falling from the sky right now? Now here's some quail. Uh huh. Yeah. So you would think that you know, at some point. There's a big fire when I'm angry at uh-huh. you. Uh huh. At some point, they gotta like, the switch has gotta flip, right? Uh-huh. But no, no, it doesn't. And so all people start to whine and complain again, and they're whining to Moses, saying, "Why have you brought us out here? You willing us to die? You should have left us in Egypt." Because you know, life was so good in Egypt. Yeah. We were having way more yeah. fun being enslaved. Yeah. And so, and, and, and you know, but, 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 but we do the same thing. You know, well, you know, a lot of times the Lord tells us something to do, but as we look at it from a physical aspect, it doesn't look like we can do the job. 
Doesn't seem feasible. Doesn't seem feasible. But you have to understand that God works outside what we consider feasible. And so for him, handing over uh, some enemy people to be conquered was nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, he's the God of the universe. He could do that. It's just another day of the office for God. Yeah. And I think more than anything, he was just trying to get these people to learn to obey. He, I think he was trying that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but as a parent, one of the hardest things that it is to try to teach my kids is how to obey. Because for some reason, they think they know more than I do. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm 35 and he's 7. You know, I, I've experienced more. I've seen more. I know how things work. I try to explain this to him, but yet he does it his own way and he hurts himself. You know, it's like, well, what do you want me to tell you, son? That's the best lesson. Yep. And uh, so I kind of I kind of understand why the Israelites kept doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like human nature. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I, I can't explain it. I can't understand it. So then we need to be afraid of it. Yep. Can't be real. Can't be real. And, and really, if you look around the world, there's a, uh, uh, especially in our day and age now, people fear what they don't understand. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And once fear takes over, people do crazy things. Yeah. Absolutely crazy things. That's a fact. And uh, they will throw all common sense to the wind and, and <laughs> well, yeah. Fear is a powerful thing. A very powerful thing. And I think that's what happened here is these people were the, these spies that were given the bad report were able to instill enough fear into the Israelites that they didn't go in. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, as you might have guessed, this did not work out very well for them. No, God was not pleased. No. Matter of fact, he basically told Moses to stand back. He was going to hit him with a plague, going to kill everybody, and start up with Moses. And of course, Moses, being the wonderful, awesome leader he is, got down on his knees and basically convinced God that, that was not the way to do it. Right. Because it wouldn't look good to Egypt, the people in Egypt, if you if you just brought them all out here and killed them all. Yeah. So. What does God do? God can't let it go without being punished because once again they're not doing what they're they're not obeying. They're not they have to be punished. Doing. Believe me, as a parent, I understand that. If my <laughs> child doesn't obey me, there's gotta be discipline. Okay. And so what does he do? Well, he makes them wander around in the desert. He said that anybody who came out of Egypt basically saw any of the signs that he did would not enter into the promised land. Yep. So they are stuck in the desert for what I believe, if I understand correctly, was about 40 years. It's a long time. Mm -hmm. I actually saw the map one time, uh, <laughs> and it really was wandering. Because basically all they had to do was go from point A to point B, and they did. They were at the promised land. Yeah. Then God takes them up and around and down in <laughs> <laughs> this big giant circle and brings them back to the promised land at the time when uh, it's time for them to enter again. Now, if I understand, if I remember correctly, they didn't have any problems entering the second time. They marched right in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, they had different leadership at that time. Uh, Moses didn't get to go in. He saw it, but he didn't get to go in. Uh, he, diso he disobeyed did something along the way that uh, made it so that he was not able to enter into the promised land either. Yep. But uh, the two gentlemen who we see here, the two spies that did give the good report, they got to go in. As a matter of fact, Joshua later on is going to take over leader of the Israelites. Spoiler. Yep. Spoiler. Yep. Spoiler alert. And he becomes quite the conqueror because he's not afraid to go in and take care of business. And oh, he, 
He was always pretty confident guy, we're not gonna say. So, if we're gonna connect this all back to the Virginia Christian life, as Christians, we gotta learn not to question God. If he tells us to do something, we should do it. Uh, obedience is key, extremely key. If you can't learn to obey, then you're not really much used to God. So, as Christians, we have to learn to obey, and even if it doesn't seem like it's feasible, do it anyway. God will take care of the rest. Yeah. If you're in his will, he, he's got you. Don't be like the Israelites, just do what you're told to do. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook, and the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.